welcome to the Deeply Rooted Podcast. We are here to root deep in God's Word so that we can live lives of unshakable faith. My name is Ben Jacobson. I am one of the pastors here at Hope Lutheran Church in Fargo, North Dakota, and I am joined today by one of our other pastors, Steph Jordheim. Steph, it's good to have you today. Happy to be here. This is exciting because uh, we have gone through the whole summer. We've been looking at the Psalms, looked at lots of different Psalms. Now we are going back to what we had done before, which was we were going to start and and cover the whole narrative of Scripture. And so we're going to be doing that uh, in this podcast. We're going to be doing that as a church. We won't hit every single story of the Bible, uh, but we will hit the whole narrative arc, and and we'll hear about creation and and redemption and and everything in between. Uh, And so we're excited about that. We're excited about what is going to happen in the year to come. Uh, Mm -hmm. We're doing a a study in our church that that does this same thing. So we're going to have people gathering around the text that we're gathering around here in the podcast. And certainly if you are a person who uh, wants to know more about that, wants to get involved in that, you can visit us on our website at FargoHope.org. We're going to start today, not at the very, very beginning. We do have, uh, we've kind of started doing this last year. And so we do have other episodes of this podcast that are covering some of these same stories, but but we're going to redo that, revisit that. Uh, we're going to start not at the very beginning of Genesis, but we're going to hit the first chapter of Genesis. We're going to start at the 24th verse of that. We're going to hear about uh, God creating humankind today. And, and something distinct about humankind is that God creates in his image. Mm. And so we're going to think about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that gets me thinking about images. Steph. Yeah. What is a favorite picture that you have? Of course, nowadays, <laughs> everyone has like a million pictures on their phone. Yeah, that's real. <laughs> I have. Uh, so, you know, my phone will do this fun thing where it'll roll through like my top favorites or whatever. And they're... So I have favorites, which are all people mm. <laughs> there and mm-hmm. so i like i have one with my oldest son i have one with my youngest son i've mm-hmm. got one with my husband i've mm-hmm. got one with my parents and my sister and of my boys together and yeah mm. it's all of course the dog is mixed in there too sometimes yes. but they're mostly of my family i think of one of, when my grandma was alive one of the things that i loved to do is she always took pictures and of course Whenever she would take pictures, everyone would be like, uh, <laughs> right. we're taking pictures. <laughs> but now, of course, we're grateful for that. And of course, she back always, then you had to like deal with the flash. Yes. <laughs> yes. Wait, maybe you're not and as you old only, as me. No, and you only got a couple shots at it, right? Yes. You weren't just like, because you never knew what you were going to come out with. No. Right. And that was the excitement of it. You'd go develop it, and then you'd get to look through them, and you'd, you'd hold them. Mm-hmm. But so then she took it to the next step, which was she, she, categorized all of them, labeled mm-hmm. all of them, put them in books. And so to go to her house meant that you got to, she had a whole shelf full of albums. You got to take one down and you got to see, it was like, well, for some of it, it was reliving a history that you lived. Yeah. Some of it was discovering a history that you never were a part of because it was like seeing uh, people when they were younger or people mm-hmm. you never knew, right? So pictures... 
have and th- reminders there's power. Like, even when you're like a baby, there's pictures and then you can see like where you came from. Yeah. You know, like um like my like old houses or like yeah. I moved a lot. So sometimes looking at the old pictures be like, Oh, I forgot that we had that fireplace and my sister and yeah. I dressed up as that as for Halloween or, or whatever. Yeah. You know, just random. Because how so quickly fun. do we forget all that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but it is interesting. You said something important. You said um, all of the pictures have to do with relationship, mm-hmm. and probably even the picture of what the fireplace looked like yep. was important, not because of the fireplace, but because of the people that you sat around the fireplace with. Yeah, for right? sure. So all of I think meaning really is pulled from the fact that, that these are relational things, and I think that might have something to do with what <laughs> we're talking about. Maybe. Today. <laughs> Yes. So, we are going to read Genesis 1, verse 24, through Genesis 2, verse 3. All right. And this is, uh, we're kind of interrupting the middle of the story of, of creation so that we can focus in on a certain point. But here we go. And God said, let the land produce living creatures according to their kinds. Livestock, creatures that move along the ground, and wild animals, each according to its kind. And it was so. God made the wild animals according to their kind, the livestock according to their kinds, and all the creatures that move along the ground according to their kinds. And God saw that it was good. Then God said, let us make man in our image, in our likeness. And let them rule over the fish of the sea and the birds of the air, over the livestock and over all the earth, and over all the creatures that move along the ground. So, God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. God blessed them and said to them, Be fruitful and increase in number, fill the earth and subdue it. Rule over the fish of the sea and the birds of the air and over every living creature that moves on the ground. Then God said, I give you every seed-bearing plant in the face of the whole earth and every tree that has fruit with seed in it. They will be yours for food. And to all of the beasts of the earth and all the birds on the air and all the creatures that move on the ground, everything that has the breath of life in it, I give every green plant for food. And it was so. God saw all that he had made, and it was very good. There was evening, and there was morning, the sixth day. Thus the heavens and the earth were completed in all their vast array. By the seventh day, God had finished the work he had been doing. So on the seventh day, he rested from all his work. And God blessed the seventh day and made it holy. Because on it, he rested from all the work of creating that he had done. This is the word of God. Thanks be to God. Amen. Amen. Okay, so we're sort of jumped in here on on day six, and Mm -hmm. we got day six and day seven of a whole week. So there was lots going on before that. And I would encourage our folks to to read that. Start at at uh, 1-1. And, and read through that story of creation. But in, in what we read, Steph, what, mm-hmm. what kind of things stick out to you? What questions come up in your mind? Questions are important, mm-hmm. right, when we engage Scripture. Yeah, and, uh, like, an encouragement, too, that, like, questions are, 
questions are okay. <laughs> it doesn't mean that you're not trusting in God's word. If you have questions, it means you are exploring. Yeah. Like, and I think we're exploring together, which I love. That's beautiful. And questions lead us somewhere usually. For sure. Right? Yes. Yeah. So what, what sticks out to you? Um, several things. So one of the things that jumps right out to me is that it says, um, and God said, Hmm. like, that's where we start. Mm -hmm. God said, and then something formed, Mm -hmm. you know, God said, Mm -hmm. let the land produce this. And Mm -hmm. it did. And Mm -hmm. like, you know, if we're starting at verse 24, it says, Mm -hmm. let the land produce living creatures. Mm -hmm. And then they appeared and, and then God made the wild animals, okay? And then, and then he made all of these different animals. But then he was like, "But let's make mankind in our image." Hmm. It's like the animals were not good enough. So in verse twenty-six, you know, let's make mankind in our image, in our likeness, so that they may rule over the fish in the sea, and the birds in the sky. And I just get this picture of. Mankind is created to partner with God and like caring for his creation. Like all of these other things. Okay, we've got pairs of animals and wild things and birds and all these things. And But let's create something that is just in the image of God. Hmm. Like, huh. Because even God wanted to partner, hmm. which is so cool. <laughs> I mean, or... I mean, is that what you hear too? I so the God who's out, outside of the boundaries, who's sort of got his hands oh. in the sandbox playing around, then says, "Let me put even more of myself into yes. this, or something like that." Yeah. Oh, and you like you said sandbox, and of course, it just made me think too. Like, um, we're talking about how God is speaking these things into existence from nothing, mm. mm-hmm. and I think. You said sandbox, so it made me think of our tendency to put God in a, like a finite box mm-hmm. because we know a beginning and an end, and He is before the beginning. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> yeah. I, I so one of the big questions I have, and we're going to talk about this. But, yeah. You know, the first thing is when God says, "Let us make man in our image," the first question that comes to mind, and this is something that I've thought about, read about studied yeah even in spite of the fact that i've thought about it that i've read about it that i've studied it i still wonder when i read that what on earth does that mean (laughs) to be created in the image of god what does that mean that puzzles me and i probably have some answers to that (laughs) question what does that mean but it's puzzling to me and i think i think it's obviously it's really important um you know there's lots of other stuff I, I think about um, the state of the earth and, you know, God creates human beings and there they live in the earth. And I think, boy, the, the, the life that they lived was probably really different than the one that I live now um, <laughs> in this pre-fall, pre-sin created world, this paradise that God has placed them in and they have everything they need. Um, and then I think of, you know, some of the misconceptions of that paradise is that, well, there's nothing for them to do. They just sort of relax. But God gives them work. He gives mm-hmm. them jobs to do. Um, so it's just interesting to compare. So maybe there are some 
parts of my life that are similar to that. Um, lots of, just lots of questions. I think, so when I read this, um, I know that we're jumping in, in the middle of, well, towards the end of, of the creation narrative. And, and you talked about this a little bit, but this is almost like a song, right? Mm-hmm. So the creation narrative is, is poetry. It's this song that tells us how God created and, and why God created. And I think we probably get really caught up in the how, especially in a world mm-hmm. where faith and reason, we're trying to put science and faith together. Um, and there's that's an important thing to do. But I think uh, what we see here is this really beautiful song that that shows us who God is. And God mm-hmm. is is someone who who speaks life into places where there aren't where there isn't life, right? So there's this pattern. If you were to go back and read from Genesis 1, 1 on, there's this pattern of God speaking. Uh, God speaks, mm-hmm. something is created, and then uh, God God makes a almost like a, a judgment upon it and says, it's good. Mm-hmm. It doesn't happen that way every single day of creation, but most of them, that is the pattern, that God speaks, that then something comes into being, and mm-hmm. then God says that it's good. Um, so, like for example, if you were to look at uh, day one, uh, we'll go down to verse nine. Okay. God said, "Let the water under the sky be gathered to one place. Let the dry ground appear." And it was so. God mm-hmm. says it, it happens. God gives a name to it. He calls the dry ground land. And then he gathers the waters. He calls them seas. And then God saw that it was good. Mm-hmm. And that pattern sort of continues over and over again. Not perfectly in that way, but, but this song of creation. And, and it's punctuated by this idea or these words, and God said. So those mm-hmm. stuck out to you, and God said. Mm-hmm. And it became so, right? So some important things there. God makes this stuff out of nothing. It's not there. If we go back to the very beginning, it says, now the earth was formless and empty and darkness was over the surface of the deep. But the spirit of God was there hovering over the waters. So God is outside of all of this Mm -hmm. and God is using nothing to create where there is, to create something where there's nothing. Which is hard for us to, I mean, it's just so hard to wrap your head around. what are we supposed to do with that? How are we supposed to begin to understand that? I, it is a challenge, right? <laughs> because yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know anything from before when I was born, mm-hmm. and I, uh, you know, uh, so it's hard for me to imagine that there is a being that just knows all things and not only like knows before the earth was formed, you know. And mm-hmm. if I, I think if I didn't. I think if I didn't have faith, this would be harder. Hmm. <laughs> you know, like if I was just searching for a reason all the time um, and I was only searching for it within what I can see and touch, hmm. then that would make this harder. Mm-hmm. And it's Im- important somehow that God is beyond, that God is beyond what we see and know and experience. Right, that's important because if God was just a part of something that, then He wouldn't be separate from it. 
Does that make any sense? Yeah, that makes total sense. I mean, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but it makes some (laughs) sense. (laughs) It makes sense enough that we can at least ponder it. (laughs) So I can't really understand or fathom the fact that God is limitless, the fact that God is outside of his creation, um, that my brain can't fully wrap my head around the implications of that, that God is outside of time, that God is outside of space, that God is outside of matter, that God is... I, I can never fully wrap my mind around that, but I think it's important because God is distinct from uh, from us in mm-hmm. a certain way. So God is the creator and we are the created. Uh, that matters because it means that I don't have to have all the answers <laughs> and it means that I don't have to, that, that my experience, I can know that it's limited and that I don't have to rely on my own understanding of the world mm-hmm. because it is because i'm limited yep right and um i mean you certainly i am too but <laughs> <laughs> yeah you really jumped in on that really fast Steph. you must work with me most days of the week um but god is not and and so that's important because god can can do things that i can't do and i need to rely on him for that i think about you know if we go back to that first verse actually it's in the second verse the formless and empty place. Mm. So there is this formless, empty place. God creates the world out of that. Mm-hmm. Think of all the formless, empty places in our lives. These mm-hmm. voids where I have no power mm-hmm. to do something about it because I am limited. I need a limitless God who can come into something like grief. Think about how Grief is this place where you're alone, mm-hmm. where everything seems formless and void, where there's an emptiness in front of you. And even out of that, God can create some mm-hmm. healing and purpose and meaning. Um, there's lots of other formless places in our lives. You know, I think of maybe the folks who are listening are looking at a job change or mm-hmm. saying goodbye to a job they loved or entering into retirement, which is like a new, I'm not saying that it's this formless, dark, empty place, but it probably can feel that way. Mm-hmm. Right. So there's all these places and spaces in our lives that don't have shape and don't have meaning. And that's where we need the word of God to speak, mm-hmm. oh, to and speak then- life. And then what does God do in those places? He creates. He creates. And how does God create? By speaking. Speaking. And God Mm -hmm. said. And God said. And God said. Mm -hmm. Um, And so God creates by by speaking. And and I think that's important because God still speaks. Mm -hmm. Through his word. Yes. And and so when we return to his word, when we do what we're doing now, Mm -hmm. God creates. God creates uh, new questions. New <laughs> questions. <laughs> yes, gives us direction yes. where there was none. Right. I mean, just there's so many ways that that over and over again, returning to God's word gives purpose, meaning, uh, puts us on the right path, helps us to sort through our life. Um, yes. So let's maybe get back to that big question, the big overarching question that I, we started with is is what does it mean that that were created in God's image. Mm. I think it helps. Um, oh, it means a lot of things, but one is like we were talking about image and images and relationship. I mean, mm-hmm. we um, we have a triune God who is relationship. Mm-hmm. 
and then created us to be in relationship, not just with each other, but also with him. Mm-hmm. So I, it, it's helpful for me uh, to take that and be like, okay, now I, if I know whose image I'm created and then I know more about who I am and whose I am and, mm-hmm. and then, and then that is who I represent like we if we think about our family and talk about like oh, okay you know where you came from like okay this is now I know a little bit more about where I came from and that is who I'm representing in the world mm-hmm. and um let's stop on that word you just said representing yeah um, so part of being made in God's image is the fact that we are his representatives in this world mm-hmm. and so that is a state of being that's who we are but it's also a calling to do something yes right to live our lives in a in a way that is honoring to that representation honoring to god like it like that's what we talk about right when we say live your life in a in a god honoring way like you are honoring his image by living your life in a way that is representative hmm. of him and worthy. i think one of the things that we can do when we have these big questions is we can start to kind of dig a little Hmm. bit in the text. And so if we go to verse 26, it says, then God said, let us make man in our image, in our likeness. And then it gives some, um, actually some tasks. Yeah. Right? Uh, Let them rule over the fish of the sea and the birds of the air, over the livestock, over all of the earth, over all the creatures that move along the ground. And and so part of bearing God's image is this active thing of of participating in the in the work that mm-hmm. God has begun in the world. So God gives us responsibilities. Um, God yep. makes us stewards of of His creation. God calls us to to live in a way that that we are um, caring for the world that He has made and the, and the stuff that and the people and the things that He has filled this world with. Mm-hmm. Um, he gives some other directions in verse 28. He says, go out and be fruitful and increase in number, fill the earth and subdue it. Rule over the fish of the sea and the birds of the air and over every living creature that moves on the ground. And so part of this, I think part of being created in God's image is, is to be actors mm-hmm. in his world, uh, to do the things that he made us to do. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, Which reminds me of... Um, a verse that is in the, the New Testament. So Let's like hear in the letters, right? Let's hear it. And that reminds me of Ephesians 2.10, um, which says, uh, For we are God's handiwork, um, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. So like even as he's hovering over the void, he's preparing this work for us to do and partner with him in. Mm. That just blows my mind. Like, And that's part of that being outside of, right? Outside of creation. Yes. We might see a slice, like a sliver of time, the moment <laughs> yep. of the spirit ho- hovering over the face, but God sees the whole of yes. what this will be and where it will lead. Yep. And us as his partners in that work through the saving work of Jesus, you know, mm-hmm. like, ah, mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. Like even today we're created to be partners. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, so like if you, if you're thinking inside a box, and trying to put God there, that is really hard <laughs> to to like try to wrap your head around that. Like how if we didn't have a limitless God, like how how would we even and didn't have faith? Mm-hmm. 
that God lives outside our finite boundaries? Like how, how do you make sense of that? Not that we can fully make sense of it anyways, but like even pondering it is, it hurts your head. Yeah. A little bit. We're all going to have to have some Tylenol after this. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> you can only push this brain so far. There's something else that happens. Uh, so God, who is distinct, separate from creation, mm-hmm. ties himself to creation in a way by, by creating us in his image. Right? There's this link then when he invites us into life with him. Mm-hmm. And I think we see that fully lived out as, as God doesn't stay outside of creation. But what does God right. eventually do when things run amok and mm-hmm. sin enters into the world, which we'll get to that in the, the weeks to come. Next week, we'll talk about that. Uh, but what does God eventually do is he enters in fully as the image of God, mm-hmm. which is in Jesus, Jesus yep. who is the image of the God of Israel, the God who created the earth, uh, will then, because he is tied to his creation, because he has said it is good, because he has a whole bunch of beings there who are Mm -hmm. made in his image, whom he loves. And are not always great representatives. (laughs) That's that's the other (laughs) thing that we have not touched on, which I think is really important. Just because we are made in the image of God doesn't mean that we are God. Yes, we are not God, and we don't always represent well. No. no we Man, don't. even when we're trying really hard sometimes, too. Yeah. We will always fail at that. Because mm-hmm. so we are not Because God. we are not God. And so God enters in fully into uh, the life of this world and ultimately dies to this world so that we would have life and so that we can be a part of his redemptive work mm-hmm. and his new creation. Um, an amazing thing. So, you know, it's interesting to think about this, this idea that the image of God to be made in God's image seems like such a heady, um, hard to wrap our mind around type thing, Mm -hmm. but it really has some practical implications for the lives that we lead, right? Um, we are called to bear God's image when we go to work. Mm Mm-hmm. We get to speak life and forgiveness and hope into the places where we are. Mm-hmm. We are called to bear his image as parents and as children and as siblings and as friends and coworkers. And we are called to, to care for the world that's in front of us. Mm-hmm. And the people, yes, the world the, and the, the people. World yes, and the, the people. world and people. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I'm always amazed at, I think a lot of people, and I've been in this place myself, see scripture as sort of this, maybe it's interesting. Mm. Maybe <laughs> maybe it's... Uh, huh, that's a great poem. Yeah. yeah. What? Beautiful. Maybe <laughs> yeah. there's a verse that I could pull out and might be good for me to hear one day. But every story, every chapter and verse of 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 God's word has implications for our life and it actually means something for today when you get into your car and you drive down the road and you get out and you go and you punch in at work. Mm-hmm. You are bearing the image of God. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then one other thing uh, that we we should touch on is just this idea that this is the beginning. Okay, so mm-hmm. one of the things that we're supposed to do is is believe that that God 
had a hand in creating this world. Mm-hmm. And that's sort of the starting point, right, for everything that's going to follow. Mm-hmm. And I think if we can believe that, then it makes it simpler. Maybe not easier, but simpler. Mm-hmm. Like having that faith, that bit of a faith base yeah. to jump off of. Yep. Um, or or the lens to see through, or however you want to frame that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, because if you're, yes, I agree. Like, you have to have that. Like I said, it would be hard to even ponder a limitless God that exists outside of our finite selves. And before the earth was created, it would be hard to even ponder that without some sort of a faith jumping off point. Yeah. And this is, there it is, right for mm-hmm. us at the beginning. And so all of us today, we have a high calling upon our lives. Mm-hmm. We have the calling to bear the, the image of the God who loves this world. And we get to do that with the lives that we lead. We get to be, I love that word that you said, Steph, representatives of God in this world. Not mm-hmm. perfect images, <laughs> not exact images, but uh, reflections, I think, is another good word mm-hmm. that point to who God is. And so we're going to see where that takes us over the next weeks, where where God's created world goes next. And so we invite you to join us again next time on Deeply Rooted. In the meantime, you can like this, uh, you can share this on social media, you can subscribe, you can uh, call a friend up and say, hey, uh, come listen to this podcast because this stuff is important for all of us to to hear and to know. If you want to know more about things that are happening here at Hope, I invite you to visit fargohope.org. And in the meantime, I invite you and hope that you will stay deeply rooted. Mm